Welcome to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And these conversations are incredibly inspiring, insightful, informative, illuminating, just all around amazing with some fantastic people. And I am so excited today. I'm excited every time I have the opportunity to be here in the studio with my guest. And the reason I invite them is because I want to share their wealthy stories and just have these rich, fruitful conversations. Got to shout out my producer, Shane Lewis, who I adore y'all. We're just family. And our GM, Max Myrick, who is the visionary. He's a legend in radio, actual musicologist. That's what I call him. But um, we are a family here. And my guest today, I have been trying to get her in here since the beginning. (laughs) And I'm moving close to 400 episodes. So that ought to tell you how busy she Mm -hmm. is. But I am so grateful to have my guest today, her extraordinary journey as an Emmy Award-winning creative visionary and entrepreneurial business leader spans decades of ground-breaking accomplishments and unwavering commitment to driving change. Her lifelong dedication to championing transformative causes impacting lives and investing in the Black community has solidified her as an influential force in the industry. Yes, she's Googleable. Oh. Yes. Uh-huh. At the heart of every transformative initiative lies a visionary, and my guest stands as a beacon in this realm. With her middle name, Joy, it's almost poetic how her life's journey has unfolded, beginning with her first agency, the Joy Collective. The term collective was not chosen lightly. It signified her foundational ethos, a powerful consortium where collaboration and unity prevail. The very spirit evolved into the creation of what is now called the House of Joy. Amid her trailblazing efforts, my guest's love for her community sparked the creation of the NAACP Image Award-nominated nonprofit, The Sun, S-O-N, Sunrise Project, a haven for families grappling with mental wellness and addiction issues. This initiative became a lifeline for countless individuals. Weekly calls under the Sunrise umbrella brought parents together in mutual understanding. And like many of us, after living through a global pandemic, a profound realization struck my guest. Pure, authentic joy and balance were not just desires, but necessities. This epiphany prompted her to pivot, shifting her perspective and goals. This journey hasn't been a bed of roses for her. Gratitude was hard-earned through trials and triumphs, but every challenge faced and every laughter shared has shaped the formidable woman 
she is today. Now, what's not in her bio is she's an incredible mom of two amazing young men. She was an executive for years at BET. Prior to that, she was at Procter & Gamble. She's a graduate of Howard University, a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, of course. And she is the reason I have an Emmy Award. And I'm so grateful to have here finally... Kelly Richardson, welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to, the to be Soul here. Wealth Radio Show. What was it like, Kelly? I got to get in here quickly because I have so much I want to talk to you about. So what was it like listening to your bio? What is it like for you listening to your, just a cliff note version, really, of your accomplishments? Mm. My honest answer was like, wow, that's amazing. And humbling. Mm -hmm. And I closed my eyes when I was listening to the words because, you know, we're not born in this world knowing exactly what we're going to do. But I do believe it's our purpose and God's purpose to put us in places, not accidentally, very intentionally. Mm -hmm. So as I was listening, I was like, wow, that's what God has done. For me. That's what God has done through you and yes. you as you, Kelly. Yes. You have impacted millions of people, let's be clear. You have impacted millions of people. What also is not in this bio is that you also had some tenure at Dell. Mm-hmm. You were in Texas for a moment, but then you also were instrumental in the creation of the Crown Act. I'm just going to go right there. That was you. And I remember when it started, I remember the building blocks, but that's what you are. And in the church world, we call that apostolic. Mm -hmm. Apostolic, people with apostolic giftings build, they create, they Mm -hmm. plant, they take nothing and make it into something amazing. And I often talk about my journey into Wrap It Up, how (laughs) on that fate day, fateful day at BET all those years ago when you had the difficult task of convening everybody who remained in the mm-hmm. building and you passed out that org chart and I looked mm-hmm. at it and it said Vicky, R-I-U-C-I-C. I was like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? I'm grateful to be here, but what is that? And somebody said, oh, that's the HIV AIDS initiative. And I was like, what? I was stunned into silence for like two weeks. I don't know if you knew that. Mm, I came to work every day and just sat at Mm. my desk. And I just had this conversation with a previous guest who shortly after you put me in that position, called and invited me. She was working with Deborah Fraser House. Mm. And... um. Dr. LaJoyce Brookshire, she was the publicist for that convening of black leaders in media and in faith. Wow. And LaJoyce called me, was transferred to me from the switchboard, looking for the person leading the Wrap It Up campaign. Like, I don't even know how she knew about it. And invited me to Atlanta Mm -hmm. for a week. And I was like, okay, they pay for everything. Mm -hmm. And I got there and I just remember God saying, take your business cards and smile. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I did because everybody wanted to work with BET. Right. And still do. And wrap it up. 
Happy. Emmy Award winning wow. and the LACP Image Award winning Wrap It Up campaign was born. So my point is that's who you are. Mm-hmm. You're always starting something of impact. Wrap it up. Then the Crown Act. Congratulations, by the way. Because I know it's still evolving. It's still unfolding. Mm -hmm. It's still blossoming. And I just want it to be recorded into perpetuity where it started. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you for saying that. Mm -hmm. I also would, I just want to say, you know, nothing happens with one person. Absolutely. And it is such a village of people, including, I think about, I'll talk about Crown first. It actually started with AC, hmm. who had been my, who is still my very good friend. And she had just started at Unilever and was starting her career there and made a call to say, hey, we really would love to bring in a black agency. I, I would like to bring in a black agency. Mm-hmm. We don't need, we don't have that here. Would you be interested? And I said, yes, absolutely. So we were given an opportunity Joy Collective, me and my business former business partner, to pitch this opportunity to work and really connect with Black women. And as a part of that pitch, so many insights were shared around marginalization of Black women and how mm-hmm. we're not seen in the beauty landscape. And then met a series of people, including another soror, who we had the privilege of hiring mm-hmm. as our legislative um, lead who led all of all of the legislative advocacy work in addition to other work. So I just want to comment that I was one of several that actually did get the first call, but there was a team of people, of really four people that Teamwork brought that together. Does make the dream work, Absolutely. and I get that. And I know what it is to be a driver, you know, behind the curtain of such a movement. But I just. I get to make the connection because my connection is with you. Yes. That you are connected to that, which is something great. And every time I see it or hear about it, whether at the Essence Festival, in a magazine, on social media, I see your face Mm. because you're my connection to it, you know, as well as your former business partner. So kudos to you all. Thank you. For that and for all that you have done. Who inspires you, Kelly? I get inspiration from a lot of different people. You know, I have so many people in my world, including you, Dr. Vicki. Thank you. That <laughs> inspire me with uh, words of wisdom, with a prayer when I need it, a hug when I need it. Um, I think it's a village of black women, mostly, that inspire me. The people that have paved the way for me, that's who inspires me, and people who came before me, you know, when we weren't given opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's what inspires me. And I, you know, I think I'm a catalyst and I'm a connector. That's one of my, those are my super, two of my superpowers. I'm a connector. And you do great events. (laughs) And I do great events. Yes, I do great events. I'm a connector and I'm a creator. Mm -hmm. I like to create I uh, I like to create and I like to challenge the status quo. That's what Wrap It Up was. And I like to yeah. help people. So I'm inspired by people that have like-minded desires to help people and to help change the world. That's so cool. Like I could talk about your corporate career 
the entire show. I'm not going to do that, but I could. You know, I think it's just so amazing to watch you work and to watch you navigate the landscape of your career and now your business and your vision. And I just love the house of joy. Can I just say that? I love the house of joy. You all have to check that out. It's thehouseofjoy.com. And um, I love the site. I love your work. It's just an evolution and the continuation of all of this tremendous work. So I always ask my guests this question. Share a lesson that you have learned that you now live by. Hmm. Besides excellence. (laughs) Yeah, I think um, the serenity prayer Hmm. I now live by. Acceptance, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So acceptance, I accept people, really leaning into my family first. Mm -hmm. You know, like I accept people for who they are and uh, don't try to change people. And I used to try to change people to get to where I wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. So What made you stop doing that? Uh, My son, my Mm -hmm. 21-year-old, being, you know, we had him on a path that we thought was right for him mm-hmm. and had his life planned out for him. But that's not what he wanted. And so over years, it's taken me the past four years to really understand the power of acceptance, radical mm-hmm. acceptance, yeah. complete acceptance and who he is and what he wants. And his journey is perfect for him and my job is to get out of the way and stop trying to control and wow. manipulate and be a sage from the stage, somebody said. You may have said that. <laughs> stop being a sage from the stage. Be a guide from the side. So that acceptance really, really kicked in with my now 21-year-old Kyle. You know, that is such a profound statement for parents everywhere. My job is to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Really, our job is to get out of the way and allow them to have their own journey because so frequently, you know, speaking from personal experience, and I know you can relate, we take their journey as a reflection of who we are. Absolutely. And it's not. Absolutely. It's not. Mm -hmm. That's why you can have a drug-addicted mother and father and they produce someone who's great who goes on to Mm -hmm. impact the world, the world, and then vice versa. You can have a two-parent home and do all the things you know that you're supposed to do, and then you have a child that says, but that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, but that doesn't fit the picture. (laughs) So talk about the Sunrise Project. Yeah. uh, The Sunrise Project was born out of a need, a severe need that I had to be able to openly share such deep pain that I was going through, my family was going through, with our son who had tried to end his life twice. Mm -hmm. And we were at a place in Connecticut that we had sent him to, which if I could get the time back, we would, would never have sent him away, really. But anyway, we were at a place and looked around, there were no other black parents in the room, number one. And then number two, I felt so deeply alone and mm. ashamed and 
had so much guilt about my parenting that I knew there needed to be a place for people to come together because every now and then I would share with someone and mm-hmm. they'd say, oh my goodness, I'm going through the same thing that happened with my daughter or I had no idea. How do you keep it together? I'm like, I really don't. <laughs> so I'm really struggling. <laughs> I got myself together right before I got on this call. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, there needed to be a space, a safe space for parents to come together to talk and to be vulnerable and to share and to learn from each other. That's why it was born, is the pain point, a pain, deeply personal pain point. And I felt the need to be able to share and to be vulnerable and to have like-minded people have a space to do that and then bring experts there to help us. Mm-hmm. I say us, because it's like we're mm-hmm. all we're all learning and growing. So that's the Sunrise Project is a it's a free, safe space for parents to come together every week. That's one of the things we do. We're expanding and launching additional programs for young people in 2024. But that's why it's about, it's similar to Wrap It Up. Wrap It Up was how do we help our Black people learn to have safe sex? That's mm-hmm. what it was. Mm-hmm. Put a condom on. Mm-hmm. It's like we have a huge pain point where the highest percentage of people contracting HIV and AIDS back then when we launched right. it. And so how can we help Crown? How can we help? There's such a thing called hair discrimination. We need to do something about that. So Sunrise was born out of a personal need that I felt when I was balled up behind the couch one day. Mm. Like just, you know, like in a fetal position, like this is not good. What can I do? So that's how it was born. That's why it was born. It was born at sunrise mm-hmm. because, and then we used to have calls at 6 a.m. Then it wasn't 7 a.m. Then people said, that's too early. We went to 9 a.m. <laughs> And so it was intended to also be able to give people hope. One of the things you said on one of the calls was how critical hope is. Yeah. And so the whole word sunrise, there's always going to be a sunrise. Yes. Like that's one thing we can count on. So get through the dark times. The sun is going to rise. And there's another opportunity to have a good day. Yeah, I love it so much. Thank you for the Sunrise Project. You know, thank you for being so transparent and vulnerable because I think a lot of high-performing, high-visibility, strongly-driven, purpose-driven people in every area, whether it's in the church and their leaders or pastors and corporate America and government, Mm -hmm. we show up for everyone else as a beacon of light, yet in our own personal lives. Like who, you know, it's like check on your strong friend. Mm-hmm. Like who heals the healer? Who mm-hmm. is there for, to coach the coach? That's right. Who mentors the mentor? Who provides a safe space, community, if you will, for people to just be? Mm-hmm. Not Even if you don't want to talk, just listen. Right. Just hear that you're not alone. That's right. And that's what happens every week. There's <laughs> yeah. people that talk every week. And there's mm-hmm. people that call in quietly and have never said a word. Mm-hmm. But they'll send a private note or they'll say, oh, I'm so glad I called this yeah. morning. It saved my life. Yeah. And what I love about it is people like you and people who come in and share willingly 
mm-hmm. volunteer, you know, and come on and spend an incredible hour to say, to give people that little glimpse of hope. Yeah. And even if it's hope just to get through today. Absolutely. Not even a long-term plan. Just, I need hope for today. That's right. I need hope for this moment. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that. Share out a moment, Kelly, that after that moment happened, you knew your life would never be the same mm. from any time period in your life. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's such a great question. She's had many moments. I've had a lot of moments. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I had a really awful uh, high school boyfriend. And uh, I remember working in his store senior year. And he came in. He was very controlling, very abusive. And, you know, one in four young people, high school students, actually go through similar types of things. Mm-hmm. And this particular day, he put his hands on me. I grabbed the gun in the store and almost shot him. And I decided in a moment, literally, I believe God came over me and said, don't throw your life away over this clown. I dropped the gun and ran home. And in that moment, that was a huge turning point for me. It was a moment when I realized I'll never, ever put myself in that situation again because I love myself. And I'm not going to allow somebody else to control me, control my body, control my mind. Mm-hmm. That was a huge turning point on so many levels. I think it actually really lent, its, lent itself to part of my career, how I operate in my career. Yeah. Because I like to be able to lead. And that's part of probably, some people might say I'm bossy and controlling. <laughs> probably. But I that's probably part of it. Words. I might be. <laughs> But I like to lead. I don't like people to control yeah, me. Yeah, you don't like to be I at like the mercy freedom. of anybody else. I want to have pure that. freedom of myself, my spirit. And so that's probably... How does freedom feel to you? What is that like? Freedom feels like sunshine on my face, mm. walking down the beach mm-hmm. or being in a convertible, the big smile on my face, or sitting on a boat, mm-hmm. the sunshine. That's how freedom feels to me. Yeah, and Peace. we get to have that mm-hmm. perpetually. We get to have that. We don't have to visit freedom or peace right. or hope and then go back into chaos and turmoil. You can live there. And that's the journey. That's mm-hmm. the hard part, creating yep. that space that is that authentic joy. Because mm-hmm. when my dad died, he said to a very dear friend, Susan, I really want you to help her. Well, she shared with me that he had shared with her. I want you to help her find joy. I don't see her find, I don't see joy in this house. That's what he said. I don't see joy in this house or something to that degree. degree. This was in 2012. And that's really how Joy Collective was born. It was birthed out of a desire to create joy and bring incredible people together to do that. And I'm still not there you know, fully, authentically full of joy every day. No. And so I'm work in progress. Yeah, you're moving toward it. Moving toward it. And it's such a blessing. And that counts. It and that's absolutely awesome. counts. Yeah. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my faith. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for life. Awesome. What's next for House of Joy? What's next is we have some exciting projects on the horizon. We are really leaning into purpose and people that 
truly care about making impact an impact on mm-hmm. the world. We are intentionally streamlining and becoming a boutique versus trying to be all things to all people. And, and isn't that a kill you? It will. <laughs> Literally. Help. Yeah. And we're really focusing on sunrise. Mm. Sunrise is a huge part. And mental health. Sunrise, mental health, the same. But mental health is the biggest issue of our time. Yeah, it is. And so that's, um, we are very intentionally shifting into that space. One more question. How do you want people to remember you? Mm. Oh. I want people to remember me as a kind, loving human that did everything I could to positively impact the world. And you're doing that. You are doing that. The tissues came in handy, Shane. <laughs> I just want you to know she's trying hard to oh, swallow those tears. I was. <laughs> and it's too late now. <laughs> let them flow. Let them flow. Tears are oh, healing. Gosh. Tears are liquid sunshine. Liquid sunshine. Tears okay. are liquid well, sunshine. Tears and of joy. this is a safe space, and they are tears of joy. I mean, Thank Kelly, you. your reputation precedes you. Your name is great. Thank you. In the world, people know who you are. Mm-hmm. They know your work, and they know your name. And I just want to celebrate that and celebrate you. You have been so pivotal for me in my professional career. Personally, I know we met at Howard. Mm-hmm. Ate you, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when we were both students there, mm-hmm. and you know, a part of we share sisterhood and our sorority. But you are just special. Thank you, Peggy. You really are. You're special. And my prayer for you is that you get to enjoy this next season Mm -hmm. perpetually, like that it never end. There's one of my favorite scriptures. It says, you know, better is the end of a thing Mm -hmm. than its beginning. A similar scripture in Ecclesiastes says, God makes everything beautiful in its own time, Mm. that we get to Mm -hmm. beautiful in time, Mm -hmm. on time. And that's what I see you doing. I pray that you lean into your joy, (laughs) literally, figuratively, metaphorically, Mm -hmm. lean into it all the way so that you can enjoy freedom with ease, Mm-hmm. And really experience is the word, the fruit mm-hmm. of all the seeds you've planted. Like you have worked so hard for so long. It's time for you to enjoy. Yes. I claim your that. Life. I claim that. Yes. <laughs> well, claim yes, it. Please. <laughs> we claim it. <laughs> we claim it. Listen, how can our listeners connect with you, find out more about your work online? Yeah. Where can they find you? First of all, thank you for saying that. And I love what you just shared. I really received that. Okay. People can find me at Kelly with an I, K-E-L-L-I at thehouseofjoy.com or that's our website, thehouseofjoy.com and also at the Sunrise Project, um, thesunriseproject.com or .org and S-O-N, like a sun, like a little baby boy, (laughs) thesunriseproject.com. 
We're a 501c3 nonprofit. Awesome. See what I'm saying? Always visioning, always enterprising, expanding and evolving, elevating and ascending. I love it. I love you, Kelly. Love you too. I do. And you all can uh, connect with me. Visit my website, vickijohnson.com. That's V-I-K-K-I johnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at all things Vicky. And I want you to know that soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live with purpose, follow peace. Know that radical acceptance is what brings joy and peace. Go out into the world, everybody. Lean into your purpose. Lean into your joy. Live full so you can die empty. Until next time peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.